What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Full Kit Banter. I am back to introductory duties after a stellar display by BK last week. Um, but yeah, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Instagram and um, YouTube as well. But without further ado, let's get into a pretty heavy episode this week. Uh, and we're going to actually start off with one of the games from Unite. Uh, we're talking about the United game. Uh, that is West Ham United against Manchester United. Um, and fortunately, we've got Nate on today as well, uh, our United correspondent. So much wet at the same, so little. It's one of those weird games where it kind of exploded into life at certain points, but I think we kind of acknowledged that it was rather drab for most of it, but Nate, um, yeah. It was bad. It was <laughs> bad. <laughs> All right, I'll, just, I'll just jump in. I thought, actually, uh, I mean... Uh, you all know actually it'll probably go down as like a, a game with a dramatic ending and that was probably the best part of it so you could have actually just skipped the first half there wasn't much to it I mean you uh, had the goals again, oh <laughs> I mean credit to West Ham I thought yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean the, the two important I mean the goals. Ronaldo tap in I mean but I mean good on him I mean Ronaldo has scored in every game now right that he's played so um, that's probably the most exciting thing um, United started playing again with the typical double pivot McFred our favorite most hated double pivot duo is back um and when I first saw that lineup it was like oh man like I thought Matic was doing not too bad in the last few games and any hope of seeing uh Van der Beek in the team Dude, was kind yeah, of just like, like, why do you why do you keep clinging on to that hope we saw him in the Champions League <laughs> it's never gonna happen and, uh, I mean I'm because I just don't want to see Fred in the team, but you know, and he had a pretty bad game, um, so not gonna defend him, uh, yeah. But besides that, I think um, West Ham actually looked the more dangerous team. Um, United did I think have a bit more possession, um, but we didn't really create that much with it. Um, at there were times where I think Bruno did have a bit of like some sparks, which was good, um. I think the major thing about that game was like the penalties. I would say, I mean, well, lack thereof. I don't know if you guys saw oh, yeah, like how I many did. we probably should have got, but I felt like at least there was at least one in there. Uh, for the Ronaldo, I think it was the the last one, the one where the the was tackle it uh, from by Zuma? Zuma, right? Yeah, completely like wiped him out. Um, yeah, so that was probably, and then right after that, then everything just happened, right? You have the um the uh goal by Jesse Lingard and then you have the penalty handball from Shaw on the other side and then well my man De Gea man that was crazy actually the whole thing was a bit strange like the whole stopping on noble to take the penalty dude. what do y'all think of that i mean like uh, VK, what do you think? It's it's very a bit reminiscent of like what happened at the Euros, right? I, I saw the post conference and uh, I I think Moyes was like saying that uh Noble has a good streak of like penalties, and I was like thinking to myself, I don't know, man. I I might have placed Lazzini to take that instead of him, man. Uh, I don't know why I would have won Noble to take the penalty. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine like the whole. I mean, there are plenty of pundits who are putting a lot of, like, um, giving a lot of stick to David Moyes because uh, Noble practically, like, hadn't even done any warm-up. He was, like, in his, you know, like, he was just sitting at the side in his tracksuit and then Moyes, like, 
you want to go take the sh- the the, sh- the shot? And he's like, okay, sure. He's like, hell yeah, <laughs> put me like, in, coach. <laughs> takes off his jacket, runs on 90th minute, like, I'm going to be the hero. I mean, it's not even 90, it's like he's in extra time already. So it's like, oh, it's really the last kick of the game sort of thing. And then, to be honest, it wasn't a bad penalty. I think he did hit wasn't it his quite best. well. But wasn't, it was far from his best. It wasn't his best, his best yeah. as well. It was the good hype. But De Gea is a dreadful penalty kick uh, goalkeeper. Like he has a really... Like he doesn't really say penalty. Imagine if like United sub De Gea off as well. <laughs> so it's like... You see no coming on like De Gea getting <laughs> <Or> Heaton. <laughs> Tom Heaton, I think, is the... Because I, I don't know actually what's the goalkeeping situation right now. But like Romero's out of the picture. Henderson is still injured, if I'm not wrong. So I think it's Heaton who is the... Who is the second choice goalkeeper right now? Um, if he came on just for pens, that would be really weird. But I think yeah, De Gea, man, that was a good save. And then in the end, huge save for his confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Though I I felt that overall that we didn't really deserve, uh, the win. I I we didn't play that well, but I mean that's how football is sometimes. And like I think the best kind of story arc for this was Jesse Lingard, uh, um, my man Lingardinho. What a finish! His as goal well. was good. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great, and he really kind of redeemed himself after the midweek um, Champions League match. So good on him, and he didn't celebrate as well, which was which was quite respectful of him, I guess. I think he has. I was telling my brother. Um, I think he broke a lot of West Ham hearts because they mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. kind of grew to. Yeah, the top ten. They really kind of grew to like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it was quite sad actually, and I feel like he also has some endearment to the to the West Ham. And so he I did mean, not he, he did um not celebrate right i mean he held his hands up but yeah. he was yeah he was getting mocked by his teammates and you know you, you wouldn't begrudge him from celebrating a little yeah. bit like come on you just score a world in like the 87 minute or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think they tried to push him to to the united oh he did he did it, it was so it was pretty nice to see yeah like, i think he scored against um obviously the fans directly behind the goal were, were west ham fans so you could see just a small section absolutely losing their shit. And then you have like, um, yeah. I think Ronaldo and maybe like Juan Bisaka dragging him over to like that section. So it was nice to see. Yeah, it was good. Like, I think he showed respect to the, like he didn't want to celebrate in front of West Ham fans. But after they brought him to the United Coins, like, ha guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, overall, it's a, it's a good point. I think United need to, win games like these um to if they want any chance of of keeping up with the front runners uh like the favorites which are probably like Chelsea, Liverpool and City as well. I mean, these are the kind of games that United did struggle with sometime in in the past few seasons. So to see them grind out wins is really important for for the team. So yeah, I think overall wasn't our best game, but you know, you take the luck when you can get it. And we were quite lucky with the goal and and the uh, save in the last moment. So, but uh, but a couple yeah, more points on bad. United before we shift gears. This result kind of really reminded me a bit of the Wolves game um, that you guys had a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think Wolves were more mm. dominant actually than West Ham were, but um, I do agree with your sentiment that the win was perhaps a little bit fortunate. But are you, uh, doesn't that kind of, I guess. Worry yeah, w- <laughs> because you know, a couple of times it's like okay, we got away with that one. But if it's a recurring trend, there's gonna be a time where the luck runs out. And looking at United's upcoming fixtures, 
this is something Sash brought up to me. Um, I, I'm sure all FPL players have their eyes on this as well because after Aston Villa next week, you've got Everton at Old Trafford, uh, Leicester away, Liverpool at home, Spurs away, and then the Manchester Derby at Old Trafford. So a bit of a, a mini gauntlet, if if I may. And then you have Chelsea just two weeks after you, after Man City. So I think that will shine a light on, on where United are at compared to their closer rivals. Yeah, I think those are the games that I relish as mm. a United fan because those are the like United like to play against the big teams, and Ole has a pretty decent track record, you know, um, against like Pep, against Chelsea. It's usually either a draw or it's quite a close match. I think, um, and even the Liverpool games, I, they're all quite competitive. I think because United do prefer to play counter, um, so these are the the, I mean, um, the against clubs that are typically in the lower half of the table are the ones that I'm always really nervous about because I feel like United go into the game either overconfident or they go in with a defensive mindset and then they kind of let the the teams that typically actually are usually overrun by other bigger clubs they give them kind of the incentive to push on and then they go and like sneak in a, a goal here or there and then United are on the back foot and then it gets really nerve uh, nervy so I think the gauntlet is something I look forward to. I, I want to see United play against some of the the top six clubs because they haven't yet. So that's, again, at the back of everyone's mind. But I think it'll be good to see um, like Ronaldo on the big stage again. You know, uh, United against Chelsea, uh, United against uh, Liverpool, uh, Arsenal. These are the games that you want to see United playing against. So, yeah, looking forward to those games. Um, but the fixture schedule for all the clubs in the next few um, weeks are, are quite crazy I think I saw recently uh, the one for Liverpool I think they have about like 10 matches in the next what two months or so or no I mean yeah it's, some, it's getting, more than it's that. getting it's, to it's, that it's like absurd they have like three games in, in one week right. almost like they play on the yeah it, it's quite crazy I mean that it's that's nice. the that's the dilemma teams have when you're playing at the top but uh, moving moving on we'll, we'll shift gears to the other club across uh, from Old Trafford, Man City. I think um, it's safe to say that most people are expecting a battering um, at the Etihad. Uh, we're feeling for Southampton a little bit, but I wanted to bring Sash in on this because Sash has pointed out a couple of times that this Southampton right is very different side from the one that we've seen lose nine nil last season twice. Yeah, uh, I know that Saints yeah. fans are. You know, they've heard that a million times. They just wish that people would stop reminding them. But hey, that's what I'm here for. Uh, but I wanted to like, <laughs> Sash, what are your thoughts on yesterday's result? Was the nil-nil ultimately deserved for both sides in the end? Um, okay, F- from from my perspective, right? Like, Southampton, they didn't... Okay, when you ever visit the Etihad, right? Teams tend to sit back, defend and hit them on the counter. But Southampton, they actually went toe-to-toe with them. It was actually quite refreshing to see and um structure wise, right? Uh Hassan Huto always said that he likes to play in a four two 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 formation. But actually it's just a four four two, just that the the wingers tuck in and the fullbacks actually bomb forward. It's actually pretty similar to what they've been employing recently, but the only difference is that City's attack were as blunt as it has been the past 
I, I know they've been scoring. They scored five against Norwich and they scored five against Arsenal, but the lineup kind of shocked me a little bit because I did mention to you guys before that I don't think Sterling and Grealish can play together in the mm-hmm, same eleven mm-hmm. because both of them they like to drift wide to the left hand side. Which and and with Jesus playing in the right wing position, right, he's always instructed to keep wide as much as possible to swing crosses in. So they kind of lack that focal point in the middle. And did, I think Guardiola wanted to fill that void with Gundogan playing that, that false nine position or rather that box-to-box midfield position where Lampa was kind of specialising, you know, the, those late runs in the box. But if you set up, if your opponent sets up in a 4-4-2, right, and there's no focal point from the opposition, right, to counteract that, it's pretty difficult to break them down because essentially you have Grealish and Sterling all the way to the right hand or sorry all the way to the left hand side you have Jesus all the way to the right hand side you have Gundogan making those late runs into the box but you have no presence in the middle so it's it's kind of easy to defend against and it's pretty evident from I mean City look pretty toothless and if you're gonna play that formation right you can either have either Sterling or Grealish and I was kind of surprised that he didn't bring Torres on because Torres is the guy that yeah, he's he's a makeshift striker, but he brings a lot more to the team in terms of off the ball movement that surprised compared me to too. Raheem Sterling. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that he stayed on the bench and with Kevin De Bruyne. I know they brought in Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden. Yeah, like you, you can't really feel sorry for them because the caliber of players that they have on the bench is is quite sickening, really. It, uh, it's absurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and De Bruyne, right? He he thrives on players making. Like strikers making these attacking runs forward and Sterling didn't do that at all. I, I don't know what's wrong with Sterling. Like he he's regressed so much. I remember we were talking about him being dithering on in, in between the lines of world class and and top class. I think that was about this time last year, yeah. Yeah, I, like if you ask me three years ago I'll I would say that yeah, he's on the trajectory of of being that, you know, world class player, but you know, recent times I, I don't know what's going wrong with him, like whether his mind is still at City or not and whether he needs a challenge elsewhere, but I think we'll we'll go in depth into about this uh maybe in another time. But I'm pretty impressed with Southampton man. Yeah, the main talking point was the penalty or rather the lack of yeah. lack of I know we were like we had two different opinions about it. I, I kinda of felt that it wasn't a penalty because Upon closer look, I think Adams was looking for the contact. He kind of like started falling over before Walker kind of made the challenge. Mm-hmm. But you you say that it was a shocking decision that VAR didn't award it as a penalty. But no, uh, I'm, I'm I'm yeah. with Sash on this. I'm I'm with Sash on this. Uh, mm-hmm. but would you say that outside the box it would have been a foul? Yes, right. But because I think it was kind of. At the late stage, it was like seventieth minute already, and if I I didn't really see how City were gonna score. Yeah, and yeah. They had De Bruyne and Foden on by then, and they still looked pretty blunt in attack. If the referee had given Southampton that penalty, I think they would have claimed a win. I, no, I know the that penalty, the red card yeah. as well. Yeah, because Carl yeah, Walker yeah. got sent off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, I thought Sterling managed to get the winner at the end, but it was correctly ruled up for offside. But Dude, I was that, so pissed off because I, I I wasn't <laughs> watching the City game. I had I had the City score on my app, so uh-huh. I saw like City one 0 in like ninety plus four. I was just like, 
this is some horse shit, man. This is some I classic. Like, I was like, um, this is typical city, uh, like not playing well, but managed to, you know, get get the result. But apparently, uh, Lady Luck was not on shining on them this time, and yeah, I think fully deserved. Like Southampton fully deserved to not get beaten based on how they perform. Mm. City totally deserved not to win because they look really toothless in attack, and. I yeah it, it kind of begs the question why didn't they go all in I know they tried to sign Kane but you know if if it doesn't work out like why not just try to get someone else which kind of begs the question whether they're gonna go for a certain Norwegian wonder kid in January because I don't really see this keeping up like without Torres in the team right they look so they look so bad man like I think maybe just, yeah I do agree I think maybe it's a bit of Overconfidence or arrogance on Pep's part, you know. I mean, he's the only maniac who could potentially make a side without strikers work. But I do agree that um, you know, the five nils were a bit of a bit step padding. Not like like yeah, you exactly. played the worst team in the Premier League and an Arsenal team who is tread bare bones with Kolasinac in the in the defense. And like, Jaka decided to yeah, take an holiday. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you can't really put a. Uh, an actual barometer of, of a measurement on, on whether sp- City are that good in attack based on those two results because as you can clearly see when they are faced up with a a defence that actually know how to be organised know how to set up they kind of struggled man struggled badly and I think Pep's the only manager that's arrogant enough to try to win the league again without a striker knowing that you know the rest of his uh, rival clubs You know like Your Liverpools I know Liverpool Didn't really strengthen much But you know They're always there And thereabouts Chelsea have Lukaku Living right now Living free In Pep's yeah. head <laughs> And United Signed Ronaldo And yeah It's It's Not signing a striker I could feel it. Maybe their downfall If they're not Able to retain the title I mean To me Right They're still title favourites I know the bookies. Oh, for sure, yeah. I know the bookies may not really agree with my opinion, but they've been there, done that before. We we actually we it, remind me if I'm wrong, right? But didn't they struggle a little bit like this last season, and they just blitz everyone? Who? Pa- si- yep, yeah, yeah, City. Yeah, they, they, similar, right? I don't think they were in the. They, I don't think they hit the top four until December yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it was a slow climb. Yeah, but the difference is. Uh, the their rivals right they actually strengthen mm. massively so it's it could I don't think it's gonna be like a one horse race it could be the first time I would be shocked I yeah uh, I mean you're looking at the table now mm. already it's I think twenty five games but it does tell yeah, a bit of I, the picture I, I think already. that the top four right now at the moment is gonna be cemented like I I mean the positions are gonna change but if you look at the squads between the top four and the rest of the 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 clubs right it's a huge difference and mm. I don't really think there can be a top 6 right now because the difference between you know City Chelsea United and Liverpool the squad depth compared it and you compare it to like Spurs and Arsenal it's a huge difference man in terms of quality in terms of you know consistency how they, yeah in terms of how they're gonna thing. be able to cope with potential injuries because like Nathan said the uh Schedule up ahead is pretty hectic, you know. Like you can have tr- three games in a week, and 
you know, in, in, in the Premier League, there are no easy games. Even even if you come up against like teams that are not really doing well at the moment, your Burnleys, your Leeds United, your Newcastles, they're going to give you a run for your money, man. You can't sit on your laurels and like, and say that, oh, they're just, you know, they're relegation fodder, we can just expect an easy three points. Nah, man, in Premier League, you got to fight for everything, and can I just uh, say that, like, you, you mentioned yeah. that the top four are cemented, and not to be, a, like, a bit of a spoiler, but the team in fourth is Brighton. <laughs> City are in fifth. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Speaking about Brighton, right? Hey. Pascal, I, I think you you got to acknowledge them. Man. <laughs> I, I remember we talked offline that about it, and you said that uh, you pointed out on, on who they've been playing to get to the Thermistic position. And you can't really say that now because they beat Leicester 2-1. And Leicester are no marks, man. I know Leicester, they're not doing well right Maybe now. Maybe they <laughs> are marks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, credit where credit's due. Four wins in five is very impressive. Like Brighton you said, good, man. no easy games in the mm-hmm. Premier League. Um, But with Brighton, like, I don't have confidence in their ability to consistently score goals. Like, Mope, yeah, he's scoring now, but he will... Um, you can, I mean, you can put this on record. He will fade off. Um, we're going to we'll clip we're gonna that. Go here and there, we're going to clip that. <laughs> yeah, clip it. If Mope gets like 20 goals this season, like I'll, I'll be the first one to mm-hmm. hold my hands up. But I think they'll be very delighted to be where they are, but their goal should still be, if not survival, like top, do you think, top half. Do I you think, think that'll they be a can, huge achievement if they can get top half. Do you think they half. can try for Europe? Like... I think it's too early to put that in their heads. Like, it's okay to dream, but Graham Potter. I think you know, past if, past if ten games, at least past ten games, and then you think about nah, it. Nah, you have to at least nah, get to the halfway mark. That's still mark. too early, man. We've we've seen it before. Like you know, we we, we were talking about the Kazoo title <laughs> last season. You know, um, uh, where did Everton uh-huh. and Villa finish? Mm. Tenth and eleven. So, yeah, good for them. But it's a long it's a long road, man. I think they they've done brilliantly, but still when a lot of work to be done. Brighton? Yeah, I was about to ask the same thing. It's a good thing. question. Well, you guys take a look, right? Well, you guys take a look. I was like just thinking about what Sash meant. We play Brighton on the end of October. October. Yeah. Oh. End of October. That's soon, 30th, 30th of October. Oh, wait. Liverpool have a very one weird fixture list. It's like we have Brentford, then City, then Watford, then United. It's like, okay. you know... It's a one for one. Yeah. Staggered. Yo, Brentford are no marks, man. Oh, but Defensively Brighton solid. are gonna face City and then Liverpool. Like Ouch. their two games. I mean, if like they win those two games, then we <laughs> can talk. <laughs> like, fair no, enough, they just know? draw both, um, man. I think if they draw both, it's cool already. I mean, that's yeah. a, almost like a win. Yeah. For a team like Brighton, <laughs> draw with ten men. Sure, sure. I'll be the first one to end. Yeah, but going back to that, right? Uh, that City thing. Uh, I I still feel that. Uh, they lack their their Aguero replacement, sadly. Um, which really leads to the point. I I mean I do kind of want a force a segue in. It's about Harry Kane. Uh, man, look dejected after that loss. That oh, is, is this is this my segment? Yeah, it is I'm your segment. segment. But before you start I'm your segment, I just thought like we gotta talk yeah. about that man a bit. Like Chelsea, mm-hmm. kudos to it, but like. Not saying that Spurs were massive. Kane's finished. Trash. Yeah, but Kane finished looked player. <laughs> he looked. He, I, Mope is better than Mope Kane. is clear, dude. So, I can't imagine. He Sorry, looked BK. like Sanchez. Good. Like, uh, he looked as finished as Sanchez, man, when he went to United. 
Sanchez wanted a, a change of environment, right? Isn't that the same narrative as, you know, what Kane is feeling right now? But Sanchez, uh, like, he he left, right? Uh, whereas Kane Sanchez stayed. Swap, yeah, Sanchez had a player-for-player player swap with uh, Mkhitaryan. Yeah, worst yeah, deal. One of the worst deals of all time. <laughs> all time worst deal, yeah. <laughs> Both people should have just stayed. <laughs> or rather, he should have just stayed. Did, I, I don't know why. Them didn't I think we yeah. would have let Mkhitaryan go anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, just that's just crazy. Like, um, yeah, Kane looks horrible. I think he should have forced his way out. Uh, did a Peter or the Winky or something like that. Uh, just I don't know, man. Dude, that- Kane Kane was in a straight jacket, man. He couldn't leave no matter what. Like, free Kane was trending on Twitter, <laughs> but Daniel Levy was like, nah, dude. Like, hundred million from City. Nah, you're staying, man. Like, like. I don't think Levy wanted Kane to be sold this summer. He tried to sell Kane a dream saying that, oh, we're going to get uh, Mauricio Pochettino and we're going to bring back Spurs attacking philosophy. And I, seen, I, I think Spurs fans, right, they are very used to playing that attacking, swashbuckling style, high press and all that under Pochettino. So uh, I think that, that was why, I think Levy kind of wanted to sell season tickets which was why he cooked up this story on the return of Maurizio and then when that didn't work he kind of bullshitted a story that Conte was going to sign for them and it almost happened but Conte was like nah you guys are not ambitious enough for for what I want you know you know Conte is an elite manager he doesn't settle for like Conte seconds. just came from a club that had cre- exactly. really neurotic owners who were kind of mm-hmm. like telling him what to do and like balance the books and all that shit so he wasn't gonna probably take it again at Spurs dude Conte is a bloodhound sorry it's a bloodhound for fraudulence man he can sniff (laughs) it from a mile away I love that yeah dude yeah which is why he 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 was like he almost signed on the contract then he was like nah dude like something's up so he bailed out of it he bailed out of that fiesta that is Count Fiesta that Spurs right now and they signed or rather, they twerked for a manager that was in talks with Crystal Palace. Uh, the guy was Nuno. Um, first three matches, yeah, they, they won everything. They won all the matches uh, by a goal to nil. And uh, yeah, they, for Spurs fans were celebrating because they thought they... The league was yeah, over. Yeah, they are they're, they're league champions in August. La, so fair play to them. That's like the only trophy they'll ever... I mean, but it's written in the stars, right? Win. If Arsenal beat Spurs 1-0 mm. next week, you guys will have, like, the same record. <laughs> three wins, three 1-0s, you know? Brilliant. Dude, the thing is that the goal difference was wiped out at Crystal <laughs> Palace, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the, now let me just... This is my segment, so, you know, I'm feeling a bit feisty. I had a little <laughs> bit to drink. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait I, ju- I just want to say one thing. I'm, I can't mm. wait for this the whole week because, like, I can't shit on Spurs because Spurs technically <laughs> is on a better... Uh, position in the table and we have that next week so if Arsenal oh, dude, flops it doesn't dude it doesn't oh, matter it doesn't matter who you pledge your allegiance to <laughs> yeah dude like Spurs are there for us Spurs are like clown jesters in you know they're entertainers man they're made they, they, they are created for our entertainment which is why whenever we beat Spurs right I get an extra kick of it it's like 
me winning the Champions like Chelsea winning the Champions League like three times over. Like, I wish I could <laughs> feel like this, but like I can't until next week. Dude, I'm extremely <laughs> if, joyous. Like, if we even win, dude. Right, like you, you guys can't see me right now, but my hands are like trembling with excitement. Yeah, yo, okay, okay. Let, let's go, go, let's go. go. So I'm just gonna go off. Okay. I'm gonna start it off by sort of praising Spurs a little bit. What is uh, this? What they did, weird right? Kind of. I did not give my segment thing. for this. <laughs> no, it's like it's like building. It's like building you up before knocking you uh, down. Yeah. So what they did well, they nothing. kind of shackled yeah. Lukaku. <laughs> okay, they played. They played well in the first half. You know, I'm not gonna lie. They kind of had me sweating because um I think in the first fifteen minutes, first fifteen twenty minutes, they actually showed. Like they wanted to take the game to us, you know they. It didn't help that the whole you know Jimmy Greaves passing away, mm. the whole stadium was fired up. Correct, correct. And I think there was late lineup mm-hmm. uh, announcements. Like mm-hmm. I, I think Son was a late um, kind of fin- he passed yeah, a late dude. fitness test. Mm-hmm. Romero as well. So there was kind of a buzz mm-hmm. uh, going on in the early yep. in the game. Yeah, when I saw that uh, Kepa was actually in goal <laughs> instead of Mendy, I was like, "What God?" Yeah, then I actually <laughs> remember that um, Mendy suffered a concussion against Zenit so I don't think he was feeling you know dead up to it and uh, Tuko decided to play Kappa that's why at the start and it coupled with the fact that you know Spurs actually threw a curveball in terms of their lineup I expected a way weaker lineup that's why I kind of told I think I was, I was chatting with BK I was saying that I do, I expect like a 1-1 yeah 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 but um, you know Spurs being Spurs you know, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think the Spurs Chelsea game was the first game that, uh, they introduced that some zero carbon thingy. Uh-huh. Do you guys, do you guys mm-hmm. know about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, what's that? Oh, um, I, basically, I you guys yeah, some carbon emission. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it was about. Yeah, so basically, the entire match was played without uh some carbon emission. I I don't really know the full details of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so you know all, all this coupled with the fact that you know Son's back, Lo Celso's back. Tengai and Dombele playing in midfield. Dyer's back. You know, the guy which I said that he organizes the defense. That's so why I was kind of, uh, I was thinking to myself, is this going to be like a banana skin for Chelsea? Apparently not because they're Spurs. So, uh, first 20 minutes, yeah, was pretty nervous. But then after that, we kind of got control of the game. Um, Mason Mount and Harvard didn't really play that well. Lukaku didn't really have a Okay, Lukaku had a good game, but he didn't score. And everything changed after halftime, you know. Tuchel brought off Mason Mount, which I felt that was a pretty brave move. Uh, because, you know, Mount's Chelsea favourite. Like, if he mm. brought Mount off and we lost the match, you know. Like, I think a lot of anger will be directed at Tuchel, but credit to him, man. He brought on... He did the changes. Uh, proper changes that were needed. He brought on Kante. He was kind of losing that midfield battle. So bringing on Kante allowed us to match up with Spurs' uh, three-man midfield. And from then on, it was just Chelsea all the way, you know. Uh, we scored the first goal from a corner. Thiago Silva. Yeah, the, the thing about Thiago Silva, right, is I don't think a lot of attention is being brought on to how well he's been taking care of his body. Like, you know, we've, we've all know that Ronaldo's a, a fitness freak. We've all lauded on how well he's taking care of his body. But... I don't think the, the exact same attention has been brought to how Thiago Silva actually keeps himself fit. Like imagine a 37-year-old guy. He was class, by the way. Like he managed to shepherd all the uh, like Son, 
shepherd like Mora into like down the channels into less uh, dangerous positions. Yeah. yeah, that was like whoa! It's it's pretty impressive. Like he he knows what he's doing. Like such a great addition. He his signing is proving to be more of a shrewd mm. decision by the week. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, he's he's enabled guys like Rudiger and your Christiansons mm-hmm. to you know mm-hmm. really learn from him and and just improve by playing alongside but it's, him. It's, it's still even more important that he's still like first team like at his age mm-hmm. like what Saj mentioned about fitness and all at his mm-hmm. age being first team and all is like crazy mad respect to his fitness yeah also got to shout out to Marcus Alonso man <laughs> dude dude has Once been again. playing out of his skin now I'm just gonna dig right into the Spurs players right now Emerson Royal man there's, <laughs> bro, for this. there's nothing royal about that guy He's been playing I mean instead of calling me Emerson Royal right He should be called like Emerson Homeless Because he looks like he has absolutely no direction Where he's going Dude dude, I saw a tweet dude, If you're gonna <laughs> I saw yeah, Arsenal you, tweet And it was like Thank god we signed Tommy instead of the other guy Yeah dude Well Arsenal ever in for I got a feeling it, it could if, be if, if, In an alternate universe Like I think Spurs probably <laughs> got him And we got the other one I, I'm pretty sure that could have been a th- or, or Arsenal got uh, Orient Yeah it could, it could have been One of those things You guys could have Fraudulent <laughs> right yeah, like, like dude Like if If Marcus Alonso Is not the quickest Of defenders right Is able to beat you Twice In In takedowns right Like Dude You should be On the bench And like Oh my gosh Like Dude I, Alonso was, looks Super lit Like uh, his Off right? the ball work And his We'll leave his corners at, you know, His set pieces mm. Are set pieces right They are amazing mm-hmm. Uh, the crosses and all were great. Like I, re- I really thought like the crosses were so good. Like pick out of the, pick out of the players were amazing. And Chelsea has so many physical mm. players in the box. Explained mm. the goals as well. Um, and his off the ball work. I think it was the, was it the last? Who who scored the last goal? Rudiger. Rudiger. Yeah, Rudiger. his off the ball work when like, from the other. From what the other finish, end of that way. corner post, he ran back into the box when Werner mm-hmm. got it. And Werner just... I mean, I know he picked out uh, Rüdiger, but you could see mm-hmm. on the other end of Rüdiger, on the left, Alonso was there as well, man. He's just ready to take the shot. Like Al- Alonso s- always steps up his game when he plays Spurs. He hates Spurs like me. Uh. That's why that's <laughs> like the only thing I have in common. And it, it, only Spurs can make Rüdiger finish like prime Drogba, man. That finish was... A finish of a striker. Insane. I had to double take mm-hmm. that it was Rudiger because I was already like in bed. Yeah, dude, I thought it was phone. Lukaku. Game was pretty much dead. And I was like, oh, yeah, what like, the did hell? Lukaku get yeah. skinny? <laughs> I was like, yes, at least I can tell Sash uh, Liverpool are top on goal difference. But no, <laughs> fucking Rudiger has to score to make it. Yeah, but goal. also, Kante, man. Sexy French chocolate Malteser Kante, dude. Like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> hey, wait, guys, like in, in all in all honesty, Absolute right? Like legend. where will you place Kante in terms of Premier League midfielders like of uh below Bisuma easy top three. Easy B- below top Bisuma, because Bisuma oh, is on. the legend. <laughs> <laughs> like would you rate him above Makalele? I was just about to say oh, that. Wait, what, I, I think all time kinda, I think you have yeah, to Yeah, like of all Premier League midfielders in the Premier League era, like where will you rate Kante? As a person, like, top one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no denial, man. He's, like, number one on, like, like, everyone wants to be friends with him. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, dude, like, after he scored that goal, yeah, I know it's a deflection, but he 
because he so rarely scores good. He rarely scores. Mm. He doesn't know how to celebrate. He he just like clap and just like smile at everyone. Like it's like oh, oh. Yeah. Well, maybe so that, that's the only <laughs> that's the only thing that that I think if he had a little bit more goals in him, he's definitely like right up there at the very top. Just, it just but but he does everything else so well besides the, the thing, shooting yeah. and the goals, right? He does everything else probably just, better than I just want to add else. on that point that what uh, Sash said, he didn't celebrate the goal. Unlike some guy on the other Mercy side end who like celebrated some... Mm, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we'll get there later. Scoring when, when it's not needed. What are you needed, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Scoring when... Uh, the game is more or less done. But anyway, uh, back to my point. Kane finished. He looks like he's trying to do do the job of three players. Like he's I trying would love to be to see his heat map again. Yeah, dude. He he's I feel like he's trying to be like Paul Pogba, Kante and freaking Cristiano Ronaldo in, in that match. Like he like for a striker, right? I know that he's a different type of striker. We talked about this before. But he kept dropping back and this led to Spurs having no... Like, it's a bit like City, right? There's no outlet in the front for them to really pressure. And because but of that, you know, Chelsea just kept piling players for, forward and forward whenever Spurs tried to counter because there was no one to pass it to for but to hold up the But this situation happened that. last year as well, no? When Kane... Ne- never, never this far deep, man. Like, mm-hmm. there was a point where I saw Kane kind of hovering outside his own penalty box. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? If you're going to drop back, furthest you go is the halfway line, yeah. and then you're going to be springing passes for um, one of your wingers. Which right? is very, this, very yeah. interesting to see, because I was... No business being outside his, his own box. I was looking at the lineup, because I remember at the start of the game, I saw Harry Kane as a striker, but now if you open the Premier League app and you went to check on the, the lineup, right? Kane's actually under the midfield section. Son's actually the one who's the forward. Yeah, they they were trying to play that that diamond formation again with Kane in the tip of the diamond, which I feel that it's which Ali should have been instead, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if if that's an instruction from Nuno for him to drop so deep in. Uh, not very sure about that because from what I remember, Jose, right? Yeah, he did drop deep, but he did you know join the link up play and all that. But this current version of Kane, yeah, we can say that you know his mind is probably not at at Spurs right now because he wants a move and I it could be a huge factor on, on his form right now because he doesn't look like the the cane he doesn't look as lethal right exactly. he looks like he's he uh, doesn't I bother I say that now but I might fuck myself next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah you can see that Nuno's game plan was to stop Dukaku because yeah he was kind of mucked out of the game but he kind of forgot that there are 9 other outfield players Exactly, and that's the brilliance yes. of Lukaku. That's a great point mm-hmm. because when you have a player of that caliber, right, you live rent free in your opponent's head so much mm-hmm. that you allow, just, like you said, the other nine to express themselves. Yeah, just take one for the team, man. No, just yeah, exactly. It's not just so, rent free. Actually, I saw that in the United game where Ronaldo is almost at all times yeah, ex- two exactly. men, mark. Then it opens yeah. up the space for other players. Yeah, I mean, so, especially yeah. in the late game, mm-hmm. once you get tired, you know your your head's a bit gone. It's very hard to double up that late in the game. Um, so I expect to see the likes of Chelsea and United scoring a lot of late goals, which we've you know seen on a couple of occasions already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts on the game. Fully deserved. Uh, by Chelsea, like we dominated them. I haven't seen such a. Like. 
dominant Chelsea performance under Tuchel. I think this could be Tuchel's best ever managerial performance in, in a match because... Oh uh, man, Sash, one year ago, things. Sash would not have said the same thing. <laughs> we were just talking about this before fresh, we started. Fresh, fresh start, man. Yeah, like I said, no, with, with every new situation or rather new development to that situation, <laughs> you see win yeah. won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do agree though. I, I agree that he... The Chelsea that I saw lining up and, and playing in the first half was completely different to what came out in the second half. Mm-hmm. And Spurs didn't adapt and just wilted. The two goals in quick succession, just, yeah, they weren't coming back from that. Which is why I completely don't get why people didn't put Chelsea as a... Like, they, everyone plays City first to be the title contenders. But actually, I really thought, like, it was... It, it, it is going to be Chelsea's one more than City's one. I mean, going to show now, I mean, it, it is a bit early in the game, but squad depth, depth and like just player player personality and all, Chelsea has the full package, man. They do, but I think, like like Sash mentioned earlier, you can't rule City. I'll, I'll, I won't rule City. Not after. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're still, f- they're they're still favourites in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I know Chelsea are the bookies favourites right now, but to me, right, foot, pure footballing wise, I think it's, I still have to go with Pep City, man. Really? I've been there, done like, it before. Chelsea's body work is way much more impressive than uh, City's one. I mean, we'll see, like... You, you've you got a point, mm. but... Yeah, we'll, we'll um, see. I'm with Sash, like, I, I I can't rule City out until they're, like, legit, like, like, like mathematically yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they are, yeah, they're insane. Because we've seen them go on runs where Drought, it's, like, and then they just, 15 yeah, yeah, games definitely. on the bounce. No, yeah, and, and, yeah, we've, yeah, and we've seen that before. We've seen how how they bounce back from poor starts to the season and just romp everyone. It's, uh, I mean, data-wise, it's it's recorded. Like, they've been there, done that. Also, one more thing, um, just a final jab at Spurs. Uh, the Christian Romero, right? Dude, dude <laughs> is slow as hell and I don't mean pace-wise. I feel that his reactions, right? Like, I don't know, I could fire a nail gun into his head and he'll take like four seconds to, <laughs> to react to it. That's, he, he reminds me of, um, you guys remember uh, Fabrizio Colocini during his uh, massive, yes, how could I forget? massive decline. Yeah, wait, like, Colocini like Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle Colocini. Yeah, I, I, oh, wait, wait. Uh, a, I think a, a better comparison would be um, when Spurs had Federico Fazio. He's like slow. Like, I, I feel that Lumbering yeah, a little I, bit. I know it's a bit too early to judge, but he really reminds me of that. He he's dude, he's damn slow, man. Like <laughs> he kept getting spun. He he looks I, I know that he didn't really train with the squad and all that and it's his baptism of fire to come up against Lukaku, but he's he needs to shape up, man, if he wants to survive in the league and it's also tough because um, Dyer's not the quickest pace-wise and reactions-wise either, so that could be uh, could be a problem yeah. also, in the future. Also, Endop, um, yeah, also Endop Bailey. I know that he's a very skillful dribbler of the ball, but he, for some reason, whenever he runs, right, I feel that he's kind of like carrying freaking. He runs like he's carrying Lukaku, man. Like <laughs> so slow. I don't know. He looks some, like he's something. constantly out of control. Yeah, exactly. Like he can't control his. I feel like his mind is a little bit too quick for his feet to to follow. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, like the reverse of Adama Traore. Oh, yeah, yeah. His that's feet like, are too fast <laughs> for his mind. 
perfect example. <laughs> that's a perfect, perfect yeah, that was a... analogy. Um, so uh, before we move on, right? It's actually you brought interesting. You brought up Romero because we'll get back to him in a little bit. But City Chelsea next week. How do you see that playing out? We've talked about both sides already. Um, it, it you guys same squad. If same squad, um, I I think we have enough. We've kind of showed like what we're capable of to, and it's also kind of dependent if if Pep's gonna play a DM. He's gonna overthink his lineup. Do you think Mendy is going to come back though? Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope. I think so. in a week he should be okay. He probably yeah. missed the. I mean, he was always gonna miss the Carling Cup match, but mm-hmm. he um, should be back for that game. Should be fine. If I yeah. think Tuchel has Pep's number, if, I think I, yeah, I want if, to see. I want Saul to see. Play. Yeah, I want to see Werner paired up with Lukaku because, um, before Werner's introduction, right? I think Havertz and Mount they had pretty poor games. Yeah, they look it's a only bit after, fatigued. Yeah. The reaction yeah, was a bit slow. Yeah, it's only after the introduction of Kante and switching to that three-five-two formation, and when Werner got brought on, Lukaku kind of looked more alive because he could actually run into space because Werner actually dragged defenders away. I know say what you want about his finishing, but he kind of contributes a lot in terms of like, let's say he also assisted Rudiger. Yeah, so he might not be a goal scorer in the team because I don't think that's his job anymore. Feel that his job mm. right now is to create space for the likes of Lukaku, the likes of Mount, the likes of the wingbacks to to do more of the uh, attacking in the final third in terms of scoring goals, and Werner just there to create space. Yeah, he's I kind of label him as a space creator more than a goal scorer right now. Yeah, I I do I do want to see that partnership flourish, you know, against City because n- knowing Pep. I mean, this he might totally you know change his philosophy, but they're gonna play a high line, man. And if you're gonna expose that high line, you gotta play for mm, the pace. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I still think two 0 to Chelsea though. Okay, I mean, dude, you're more confident about Chelsea than I am, man. It's yeah, just... dude, I, I, <laughs> m- maybe not two one 0 but I think Chelsea can go for a clean sheet depending how defensive he plays. Dude, if uh, if if Pat plays Sterling and Grealish again, right? I'm I'm gonna go with that two 0 Uh, honestly, they, they, the they body, together, body work right? of uh Chelsea uh, is gonna like smash. Like honestly, like they have pace, right? But to be honest, like I saw that match against the Southampton one. Honestly, if not for, um, it's just quick passes and all, and I'm pretty sure like Chelsea could handle that. They're not exactly the fastest, but their positioning and all is way better than what Southampton has. Mm, because Tuchel, he wants to make sure that defense is a priority before yeah. anything else. Yeah. Yeah, and as you know, clearly Tuchel has Pep's number. He's, be- he's beaten him like three times in a row. And if, I don't know if Pep is uh, egotistical enough to... Or, or rather, whether whether he can stomach another defeat against Tuchel, which I feel could lead him to change his tactics a little bit. Instead of playing one DM, he could play two to stop the counter. And mm-hmm. I feel that... Yeah, and I think he will try to curb City's, uh, you know, the, the need to attack and, and just say, oh, we're going to play away to Chelsea, you know, we just have this... Uh, we're going to implement this defensive possession yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, they do I defensive, then it's a different. Yeah, yeah. but if not, I'll think it's two 0 Yeah, I I don't think Pep's gonna go all out attack. I think he's gonna be a lot more reserved in this game, and it's he's gonna give the initiative to Chelsea to attack. 
which is kind of it's something I want to see. The rules, it's almost mm. like the tables would turn for yeah. Chelsea because recently you guys have always all been playing away. Yeah, how, dude, how quickly has that, like, you know, like our perception of this has changed because it just, I think, two months ago or three months ago when we were talking about the Champions League final, right? Oh City yeah. were like, <laughs> wow, they were the unstoppable force and Chelsea were the underdogs. Uh, and now it's like, wow, the, the turntables, man. Chelsea yeah, how the like, turntables, man. <laughs> they are the favourites They are the one with the strongest squad All the momentum is with them And City are kind of been Not like they're in disarray But they're just not looking The usual shade of blue They're mm-hmm. looking a little bit off mm-hmm. And and that's why I think If you talk about form and momentum It's definitely on Chelsea mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But you know With City It's all about whether They can come up with a game plan but right now it doesn't look like I mean if you ask me I don't think any I think what Tuko said about creating a team that no one wants to play against he's right he has created this really strong defensive team that are also very attacking so it's it's like Chelsea have kind of like perfected their kind of game plan so the only way you're going to beat them is if your players show up with a better game plan on the day I think that's it and so unless Pep can think of something and not overthink it I can't I, see I think, it yeah, yeah. for him. Yeah, I think it could be early days, but I think Dean Smith kind of showed a little bit on how to, you know, go man-to-man with Chelsea by actually setting up in the exact same formation. Because, yeah, if you, if you counteract a back three with a back three, you know, with a wing-back to wing-back, right, you kind of nullify, uh, because a lot of Chelsea's uh, build-up play comes from the wing-backs. If you set up in a similar formation as Chelsea, right, you kind of nullify that a little bit because it's literally man for man. And I don't know if Pep's going to tinker that much, but if he actually, you know, watched what happened in the Villa game when when Chelsea played Villa, right, I know that Saul was the main culprit in most of that, but if you're going to try to beat Chelsea at your own game, right, you should set up similarly to how Tuko setting up because uh yeah l- like I said like if I think that's the best chance for anyone to beat Chelsea because if I if I remember correctly right when we got smashed five two by West Brom Allardyce actually set them up the exact same way like back three to back three wing back to wing back and all that yeah I think that is that could be the chink in Chelsea's armor if you're gonna need a blueprint to beat them yeah but it's it's depending on Pep you know Pep could just say like you know I'm just gonna trust in my own way trust in my philosophy I'm just gonna attack Chelsea but clearly didn't work for the past three games so yeah it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be a a classic you know high scoring game it's gonna be a very tactical very chess like probably first goal will win type of game Mm. Nil nil, <laughs> early prediction. Nil <laughs> nil, drab game. Zero shots. Stinking up, stinking up the bridge. Man. I think a lot of shots, but not many on target shots. I think mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot of that. Like people realize they can't yeah. get into the box, can't get a good shot, and just start shooting from distance. Mm-hmm. Be, but you know. I'm just gonna say again, if Greedish and Sterling play together again, right, or rather they start together, right, I think, I think Chelsea gonna win it. If they don't play Torres, I think. I think City will be lost. I know they have De Bruyne. I don't think Torres will miss two games in a row. I don't know, but Torres could start the Carabao Cup. I I we don't know with Pep, man. Really don't know. 
Is this gonna be a Lukaku versus Diaz thing? Do you think that that's gonna mm. be something like a matchup? Diaz hasn't been the Diaz of last season. I don't know what happened. Like ever since the Euros, looks a bit defensively shaky. He drank the <laughs> He got too high on his yeah, But Diaz, Diaz versus uh, Lukaku is gonna be a good matchup, and I think Laporte and Stones won't be fit, so it's gonna be Diaz and Ake partnership. So if I think I think Lukaku would Agent Target AK. AK. Yeah. Oh yeah Agent oh, <laughs> Wait I told, from, I told you Yeah it's from Chelsea man Yeah dude I told you yeah, we, we have like yeah, Before he before, went yeah. there yeah. I told you we have like Super secret Spies Deep everywhere sleeper man. agents The Chelsea agents man so messed up, dude. <laughs> hey, so, like, that's, that's so, what they were saying about the uh, uh, Lingard's one. They said like, oh, we loaned him to SM so that he could <laughs> scout, scout them, boys right? and then like <laughs> score in the pen. Scout Noble. <laughs> <laughs> so 2-0 uh, okay. from me, 0-0 from Pascal, Nate and Sash. What are you guys on? I'm going to go 2-1 Chelsea. I'm going to go Sash. 1-0. 1-1. 1-0. Ay. Yeah, I could see a 1-0. End wow. off, yeah, we're going to end the gauntlet by beating Chelsea, man. Alright, no one, no one going for a City win. Right. But um, yeah, a lot, lot on uh, Chelsea and Man City. Another big game going on next week. Um, it's the North London Derby, coincidentally. Um, <sighs> two teams with contrasting um, form going into that game. We talked a lot about Spurs earlier, BK. Dude. Um, how, kind of, how happy are you with the two wins on, on the bounce? I know it's, it's almost... Sounds like I'm patronizing you, but I can assure you I'm not. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a big improvement, right? It has to be, right? Uh, definitely. Like what I think Sash said it offline, like that one 0 win just take everything. A win is win no matter what on the Premier League. I, I I don't know why fans are getting so worked up over like oh you should be A day where Arteta is not trending uh, where Arteta Dude, out isn't it's trending. It's still there in win. the comments. Like if you open any Arsenal post, it's still yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> I know it's like massive trolls and all that, but like it's great to see, you know, the formation like really stagnating now. You can see back four, back five, you know, and but the faces are regular. Um, it's I I I really do like where this is going for now. Um, the Spurs game will be a great task to it will be a great challenge. We're home, so I think we have to win. I'll take a one 0 easily two one sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Arsenal's not doing great, but I think Spurs is not. Even more not doing, uh, they're slumming now. Uh, I hope they don't bounce back the next win. But I could see that if Arsenal won, the next game against them, it could do quite serious damage to Spurs. Though, I mean, definitely right. Going three three wins in a bounce, um, suddenly giving yeah. the fans a bit of a lift after their kind of weird summer window. Only yeah, to like get yeah. crushed back to back games. And then if they lose to Arsenal, it'll be three, um, North Lond- it'll be three London derbies uh, lost in a row, you know? Oh, oof, whoa, that'll be massive. Yeah, How much of, th- of these wins do you think come down to the fact, I mean, we were talking about this earlier in the season where we were saying Arsenal losing to Brentford at the start was all because, you know, their team hadn't come back to fitness, they were missing a lot of key players, but like Gabriel's back and um, Partey's back and Oba's back, so you're kind of more or less seeing... The, the the kind of Arsenal that you wanted to see and because the main player the key players are back and you have new players like Tomiyasu mm. right um, I, I, I don't really think is, that's what yeah 
I don't think happening. the match showed the Arsenal I want to see. Like, to be honest, I was still quite... That the defending, there was a back pass moment that almost slipped as well. Uh, I think it was White or Gabriel back to Ramsdale and Ramsdale, like, had to clear oh, it off. almost penalty. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't a penalty. I'm glad for that. Uh, Alba is still, you know, I would say a bit missing in action. Um, Finished. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> free kick was amazing. Odegaard, like, did that free kick well. Uh, Smithrow was in good position as well. Um, I think we might have a similar... I, So, this is where I'm going to say my prediction now because of based off both matches. I think it'll be a draw one nil, nil, nil. One nil to the Arsenal. I think it'll be a draw nil nil. I hope for a one nil win, but I think it's going to be a nil nil draw just because both teams can't finish. Both team strikers are having a... Bit of a rough patch. Yeah, for both of them. If if Tomiyasu scores, oh, that would be amazing, mm. amazing. Are you gonna get a a jersey with his name? Sure, yeah, I to, guess bro. like Asian Arsenal's man. yeah Asian player. Dude, which I'll is get a Minamino well. Jap- kit <laughs> if you get a Tomiyasu. <laughs> Japanese <laughs> Japanese Nesta dude, Tomiyasu. Two has been. I know it's been two games and it's been against Norwich and Burnley, but he feels like the type of. Defender that you need The no-nonsense, right? Like, just yeah, yeah. get rid yeah, Can I mean, play the ball up from the back yeah. Decent Technical ability-wise yeah. yeah, like Technical ability-wise He could improve a little But he's Like, that type of in-your-face um, Yeah, like, more yeah, direct he, play he, You I can tell that he's not going to get bullied Unlike, you know Chambers Holding <laughs> Yeah Is he is he a right-back Or is he a right-centre-back? Right now Who? he's been playing at right wing back, right? Who in, the, in the last two games? Tomiyasu. With, yeah. Mm. Oh th- yeah, yeah. He's like right back, which can play centre back as well. Um, so I think they're playing him wing back ish, uh, to bring up the attack. But I think he's more defensive minded. I think he tucks in when you guys are uh under pressure. Like then, yeah. Whoever it's Midland Niles or someone else in that centre midfield role, then maybe that player will go out a bit more wide and Tomiyasu tucks in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you so guys look a lot more solid, la, but it's still a long way to go. But wait, wait, wait. Positive wait. I think the Spurs game will be a good challenge. Dude, the Spurs game will mm, be a good dude, challenge. Ben, ben White, man, like, he's shown nothing much so far to justify that. I, I mean, 50 million for a defender... Ben White, oh, right. Brighton yeah. defender. Ben White. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's English been looking text, a bit just English text. a bit sus. Like he wasn't he the guy that kind of gave the ball away in a dangerous position. Was it him? Yeah, it was, it was him. Right, the one who did the back. Yeah, pass. yeah. He was the guy that yeah. did the back pass that got kind of cut short. Yeah, he did the back pass. Huh? I thought the back pass was Gabriel. Nah, oh, dude, no, it's Ben, ben White, White, right? Uh, White is gonna be leaving okay, that. Okay. Um, that price tag is going to be hanging over him for the rest of his Arsenal career, just like how mm-hmm. Maguire's 80 million is. True, Every time true, he makes true. a mistake, they'll just point to that fee. It's mm-hmm. You can't win in that case. Yeah, it's like that guy on Pogba. Yeah, it's, well. it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's the albatross, man. Yeah, some It'll players forever try be under it. it. Some just, yeah, they're not so, made for it. What about you guys? What uh, do you guys think? One new to Arsenal. It almost feels Maybe. insane to predict an Arsenal win after what happened at the start of the season, but um, I do think that they will exact some revenge from losing in preseason. I think I I fancy them to come out one nil, yeah. Perhaps even nick a two nil later on. Be the 
the difference here because I mean I'm the only one who's not really a Spurs hater, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna give them How like the you? benefit they of the dude, dude, after after this season. They took right? Marine. We he was finished at United. <laughs> we didn't want him. Dude, dude after this season, we <laughs> he could have gone anyway. It didn't yeah, matter. you you might not be a Spurs hater now. Wait till the end of the season, man. I'm gonna convert you. Oh, gonna <laughs> convert Nate. I, I think for oh. me, like, <laughs> yeah, dude. For me, like, the feelings with Spurs is just like they are just another club in the EPL. They're not. <laughs> they, we had no real rivalry f- from a club <laughs> level. Uh, usually I think we also have a pretty good record against them, mm. so it's never really something to be concerned. And there's no derby, so for me, I think Spurs, because they've they've just lost, they would want to turn it around. Uh, I'll give it to them. Maybe Son gets a goal. So one nil Spurs. Alright, alright, alright. That's fair, so fair, unconvincing, fair, fair. but you know. I'm actually fair, gonna fair. sit on I, the I'm, fence, lah. I think it's gonna end one-one. I'm sorry, I'm flip-flopping. True. I, I I just say like this is all helping the FKB curse. <laughs> I like it. You have to confuse. <laughs> I mean, we just like screwed. the football gods, so they don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, we screwed Chelsea. Every one of us went to Chelsea, so we know who's gonna oh really yeah. win now. That's, that's every one of us go. With, <laughs> no, it's gonna end nil nil. When in doubt, you'll just go. Yeah, we to all went for Chelsea, man. It'll be like some VAR shit, uh, Confirm. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on VAR. Well, on the other end, the last team that we're looking Top at, right? Top of the right? table for... Liverpool. 24 L- hours. Liverpool. No lah, what Liverpool? There's no, yeah, there's no calls man. this weekend. <laughs> 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 my man, I, I do, I, that game was gonna be easy for you guys. I just no, only dude, really... It was far from yeah, easy, far from easy yeah. Palace are good, us man. a lot of problems. Yeah. Dude, like you get like amazing goals. Uh, money getting back on the score sheet. Trend, uh, trend deciding. Sa- yeah, trend deciding. Zaha yeah, He had a kiss on Zaha Itis. Keita scoring, man. Dude, yeah, Ke- that's Keita, goal of dude. the season. Like, tell like tell me I'm wrong. That's like goal of the season. Easy. Celebrate, nah, celebrate! Dude. Like he won the league. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he couldn't believe that he this, scored. Uh, so this, like, this, this is like if Harvey Elliott was still in, that goal wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. And yeah. now Thiago is injured, so I just want to bring up that uh my guy Tismikas amazing crosses like, dude that con- those corner kicks were quite sick. I didn't know he could do such dude. Like, his deliveries are like second to none, man. Speed, man. The, those really, speed balls really, are crazy. I'm really impressed with his deliveries. Like, not you wouldn't equate Liverpool to being very dangerous from set I mean pieces, they have right even though Sim- have no Trent, Trent he's like I think Simicas is like suddenly I'm becoming the better but one our than corners Trent. have been quite our, our corners have been quite wasteful yeah like, we we get loads of them but we just can't seem to score many of them but um, all three goals against Palace were you know S- yeah from the set from piece corners yeah. or directly in some cases yeah yeah so that's that's nice you always like to see uh, your team capitalized on no, those. I think it's because Van Dyke's back and he's a absolute beast. The aerial presence, right? Dude, in, in like, those you remember that w- the Liverpool-Leicester game we watched together? Uh, uh, at, yeah, at yeah. House. Oh, yeah, yeah. That team, right? And this team is just... Night and day, right? There is no <laughs> contest. It, I feel so much safer with this team, with this back line. Wait, any reason Matip got r- rotated out? Is it just... Just uh, to rest I think, him? I think Matip is also injury prone, oh. so I think Klopp just wanted to Because everyone's going to have the midweek let, game, let I think. get his debut. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, was uh, quietly reassuring. He had a few nervy moments, but uh, Van Dijk was constantly talking to him. He showed his good pace to keep up with Zaha on a few occasions. So overall, 
Good, good, good debut for Konate. I, I was thinking whether it's gonna be Van Dijk out for the midweek fi- fixture and then Matic, uh, na- yeah, Matic, yeah, Matic and Konate for the midweek. As fixture. in against Norwich. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't. Van Dijk's probably not gonna play in that yeah, one. Yeah, I think um, the rest. I expect well. it to be Gomez and. Oh yeah, Gomez. Matip, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, I forgot Gomez yeah. is back as well. Yeah, yeah, could see that happening. Dude, but I want to shout out. Right? I know Salah got a lot of plaudits and deservedly so. He was um very lively, but James Milner, man, that guy, Mr. Rabina, to, to amaze me. Yeah, I mean, we talk about oh, yeah, we we mentioned like Ronaldo and Thiago Silva, right? James Milner as well. Like, I don't think enough emphasis has been put on how well or how f- f- much fitness level professional he is. Yeah, how old is he? Yeah. Like. The- 30 I think he's also 37 or 36 la. Maybe I was going with 36 Yeah something like that You know what's the cra- The craziest thing about Milner is You know how um, Sometimes during halftime of the matches On like When we watch the games They'll show like games from Like years yep, ago yep. So one of the games that I was They were showing highlights of Was Aston Villa Everton mm-hmm. From like 2005 or mm-hmm. something And then who do I see popping up on Villa's right flank <laughs> whipping in balls? Milner, right? My guy, James Milner. Dude, you like, can even go like crazy. two years uh, prior, like two years earlier and he, like any Leeds games, right? You can see yep. him. Yeah. Yep. And he's rarely ever injured, right? He plays almost every season, like majority yeah, he's, of he's the He's hardly games, injured. Right? He's hardly injured. Yeah. It's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he handled Zaha who looked really up for mm. it. Handled Zaha well. Um, obviously, like, like I said earlier, he doesn't have that attacking thrust that Trent mm-hmm. brings, but um, very, very accomplished defensively. Yeah, great, great squad player to have. Do you think Tomiyasu could turn out to be someone similar in terms of like Milner playing right back? Not very good in an attacking sense, but defensively brilliant. I think that would be what Arteta wants first and foremost, just, mm-hmm. you know, do your your Settle main the job back line, first, right? and yeah. then the we bread, can talk the bread about butter, right? building on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess because uh, Midland Mouse is there to support the right, right ish position as the DM like kind of spot. So I think like what Pascal mentioned earlier, I think uh, kind of slots in between quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Before like before we go to fraud watch, right? The one thing that does I wanted to bring this up with you guys. The one thing that does trouble me every time I see. Salah scoring right is we're gonna lose these guys in January. I already know January is gonna be a shit show. But like, mm. I but but I keep looking at our bench. Like, I Klopp doesn't have faith in our attacking options on the bench. I mean, we Minami. didn't need to bring them on against Palace, but Minami, I'm looking at Minamino. Dude. I'm looking at Origi. Ox. Hey, Origi, man, he did quite well, man, during the midweek. Yeah, but not enough to you know cement a starting spot for like. A month, if Egypt and um, Senegal go all the way, so that's very that 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 does bother me. But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully we can pull something off. But that that could come back to haunt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. just to you know, kind of uh, talk about the silver lining in that, I I did take a look at your fixtures during. The I mean, I did con- too. They're you guys chill, right? Yeah, they're they're quite chill, but. <laughs> I need on paper easy fixtures. I know, I know, but, yeah, but it's you guys, man. yeah, you, you guys to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. 
I still have like Vietnam flashbacks from like January 2021, like oh. the six game losing yeah, wait, streak. Yeah, wait, wasn't that the fixture run where you were supposedly playing easy? The yes, exactly. Oh. We, it was, we were playing like bottom five mm-hmm, teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't couldn't beat any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, since we're uh, since we're on the topic, let's talk about Fraud Watch. Yes, <laughs> yes, can't wait. Um. Who wants to go first? Me. Emerson. Nate, yes. Oh, oh okay, wait, wait. Is it Sancho? Is it not Sancho? Oh, Emerson, yeah, yeah, go, nominate ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. You, you go yeah, then nominate your guy. That no, your, no, 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 no. For me, it's like mine is, <laughs> is, uh, is Martin Atkinson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> men, men totally ignored Ronaldo's please for a penalty. Can, also so- can someone explain to me, right, what constitutes to having something get reviewed by VAR because he didn't even go over to check for the first foul. I know I like, think how you is know, that possible? You, you know they have earpieces, right? I think yeah. once I think it's not just Atkinson, I think it's the VAR. The guy who who does the VAR stuff as well. Because I think he he would just like ping uh Atkinson saying that hey you, you should come over and take a look at this. Okay. And then like yeah, yeah like dodgy or like yeah. Like nah, it's a clear, mm. clear. Or I think the linesman as well, and all no, dude, dude, It's, thing, it's not so. just the Ronaldo one. Like, um, d- do you remember that face of play when, like, one Bisaka just oh he just annihilated. Oh Suchek. yeah, that was uh, weird. Yeah, he 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 he, <laughs> he just took out Suchek, yeah, right? But yeah. like the, then he blew like the referee blew the whistle, and I thought oh penalty, but he kind of gave the free kick in favor of one Bisaka. I'm like, what the hell is this? No, yeah, you're hundred percent. That correct. was weird. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, if if you see that one, like the the Suchek's hand is on Wan Bissaka's back, so I think it's more of a mm-hmm. coming together. But it definitely, it looks like Wan Bissaka wipes like, him yeah, out. It looks like Wan Bissaka cleaned him. Man. Yeah, and I like, know. Maybe maybe yeah. he was doing some uh like okay, I have to even it out since I didn't give one here. <laughs> I'm not gonna give one on the other nah, side. Nah, I agree, Nate. He was all over the place. Like yeah, so like, many decisions. <laughs> I was like, none of them are getting reviewed, apart from the the handball. The handball. Mm-hmm. I mean yes It was but That was weird, a penalty But no No but the handball one Was the, the one that I felt Didn't need to be reviewed exactly. It was obvious right His <laughs> yeah, hand is obvious, completely yeah. out It's like when I saw I was just like No <laughs> it's yeah. a penalty yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then for the rest right, You're just like At least go to To check it out Because he he For both Like the one Bissaka one And the one that uh, Zuma does on Ronaldo Both get The players The attacking players Get wiped out which yeah, I man. mean Unless it looks like a dive Where you're jumping Or leaning forward If you go down The other way It's because your legs Are being taken exactly. out Exactly If that's the case It's, it's you a foul book, You book either Ronaldo or You can't dive backwards yeah, That's so strange Yeah exactly yeah. So, yeah. The first one I get Because he, Ronaldo Fell forward So that's very typical Like Ronaldo Is look is looking for contact It's not a, a dive He doesn't jump over the leg But he kind of Falls onto the leg But the second one He gets wiped out From behind So it's like and then he just he's like no. But it's fine margins, man. If because if if De Gea doesn't save that penalty, this is what everyone's will be talking about, like literally yeah. like Martin Atkinson being a fraud. That would be the hot topic. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Another day, another weird case of VR. Okay, to Emerson Royal. Nothing royal about him. Man. Yeah, <laughs> homeless. He's, <laughs> my f- he's a yeah, royal Emerson, fraud. Emerson homeless like. If Marcus Alonso is beating you twice in terms of like take ons, right? Bro, you deserve to be. He's on going up against right? Saka next week, right? Assuming they are uh, both fit. Yes, it's either Saka or Pepe. And I, if he goes up Ooh, against Pepe, right? 
I wouldn't see. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Pepe has a, a, a his body of a game against him. Man. Dude is, dude. I think he's almost as bad as Furpo. Like, mm. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but he could potentially be a downgrade on Aurier, which right is mm-hmm. just baffling to me. But I know. Okay, we could be a little bit harsh. Yes, harsh. but this is. This is what we do. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we call out. We just <laughs> <laughs> but the evidence is there. Like, the two games he's played mm-hmm. so far, it's just not been a good look. Yep. He needs to shape up quick. I mean, I could throw in Romero there as well because he's just not... Like, what he's wow, showing right now... Double looks, nomination, man. He looks like a League 2 player. It's great, lah. Just throw in the whole Spurs back line, nah, bro. Yeah, dude, I could throw Ndombele in or so, but... Nah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Roy- Emerson Royal and, and Christian Romero, man. They're my two picks. Fair play. Uh, I'm going with James Madison. Someone's <laughs> kind of flown under the radar. Mm. Um, Leicester suffering. Um, it's no surprise that, you know, he hasn't had a goal contribution in, I think it's like 10 games now, stretching back to last season. Um, wonder if the, the rumours to Arsenal might have messed him up. Because uh, mm. for <laughs> for the for all the wrong reasons, but yeah, um, not 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 the player that we remember, not the player that was lighting up the Premier League. So yeah, if this continues, he will slip further into the gulag. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, kind him. of getting bailed out by by the fact that at least Tillemans is pulling his weight. Like Tillemans is having a good season, but Matters is just like he's yeah. It's it's almost like Leicester him. have changed the way they. They're not reliant on that cam anymore as much as they used to be, if that makes sense. Like, they're, like you said, they're letting Telemans get more of the ball and, and kind of bypassing um, Madison or whoever else would be in his position. I don't know. They're a bit of an anomaly as well right now. I can't really put my finger on Dude, you could nominate the whole Leicester squad and Brandon Rogers in... in Dude, they're missing like Fofana big time, man. Oh, yeah. dude, no, dude. Someone cast a spell on Lord Farquaad. <laughs> no longer the same. <laughs> nah, it was Wes Morgan. He was holding the glue. He was the glue all along. Ooh. Yeah. BK? Uh, I'm going to stay with Alba, man. I'm sticking <laughs> to my guts. Man has been missing. Man Are you trying to do the reverse be... curse thing? Like... Nah, man. I, I I, can tell you he's not going to be on the score sheet on that game. I, I can really bet on it. I think if anyone's going to score, it could be like... I don't want to say Pepe, but I think it's going to be Pepe's Dude, goal. this is what's going to happen, right? Like, Royal is going to like clean Pepe in the penalty box and Alba's going to score the winner. I can just see it now. Uh, uh, feeding off the scraps. <laughs> Oh, Pepe takes a wild shot. But a goal is a Pepe goal. Pepe takes a wild shot, it gets a wicked deflection off Romero. <laughs> and then it goes and then in. scores. And then a goal is a goal. <laughs> it goes in and then Alba's offside and then they dude, raise dude, the flag. They say offside. Emerson they check, has oh, it's a goal. <laughs> dude, guys, if you're going to watch the North London derby, just take pay attention to like Romero. Dude is slow, man. Like, I don't know. Like, Guy, guy is uh, not impressing me, lah. Very harsh, all right. but yeah. uh, we are we, all about we that. Got it good. We're all about that. We'll see how all the midweek 
fixtures fair. Hopefully, no crazy injuries and all that for all our clubs. And then, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's also important that I'm still in the gulag after my decision to put Triore in my FPL. Um, that's hundred on me. Wait, wait. Yeah, just just want to get your thoughts wait, on what Triore, right? Like, do you think the reason why he overhits crosses and he skies his shots is because he's he has too much power nah, in his legs it, it's, that he can't really just, control it. His technique just isn't very good, man. It's just reverse. <laughs> like I would, I would much rather play him centrally it's than on reverse the wing. Reverse of Ndombele. Nate said it. Yeah, he, you know he's gonna beat his man, and when he gets to the byline, you're never gonna find Jimenez, who is another guy who's dropped off significantly. The that that's unfortunate because of his head injury, but yeah, mm. Traore to me needs to play centrally, like. Yeah, I think yeah, that's different. Down, down the wing, he's he's just running running into like dead channels. I think you could have like a you could have a drinking mm, game mm. for every time he like overhits or or just blasts his corner like out, <laughs> or not corner his crosses. Mm. Dude, it's it's his mm-hmm. they slap it's against his each thighs, other man. too much. Maybe they generate too much power, too much kinetic energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fitting that we end on Triary. But um, wow, we've gone over like close to. 80 minutes, so I think we're gonna wrap it here. Um, if you made it this far, thanks so much for listening. Um, this was very much an anti-Spurs episode, but hey man, we don't make the rules. They gotta shape up. If not, this will continue. Um, but yeah, more football to come this weekend. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Take care, everyone.